was that was good. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you yes. didn't sound totally um, sure that it was good. Hey, everybody, listening to this pot. Was that 20? I think you just it rolled was. 20. I did just roll 20. Rachel just is just fucking around with their dice while we do a little intro. A little intro. Welcome to Dungeon Wives. Welcome to Dungeon Wives. That was epic. Thanks. This is a show. Wow. This Foley work you're doing. <laughs> Okay, I wish the podcast listeners could see your gleeful little smile as you were. I'm a little chaos sh- goblin. Shaking those uh, dice I'm a little chaos goblin. You are, that's indeed what you are, baby, and that's why I love you. <laughs> um, this is a show where I go on some dungeon dives with my dungeon wives or dungeon dives with my dungeon wife. We're not nice. quite sure. Nice, nice. That was tasty. Nice. One nice. day we're nice. going to get a better intro. One no, day. No. We're never. This is it. That's you're putting your foot down as as fifty percent of this company. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, welcome to this episode. I don't know what will happen. Neither do I. It's the joy of recording a wow. podcast. How are you this week, honey? Me? Yeah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. Sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just living, L-I-V-I-N, living. That's how I feel as well. Mm-hmm. Glad I'm living with you. You know what? Same. Ugh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that was so work. freaking loud. More Foley work. On a glance. Gla- oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a container for one of my dice, and it makes us terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> I just have to move it on the table, and it's like, ah, ooh, you, ooh, you moved me you on the could, table. You know what you could do? You could pick it up and put it on another Absolutely place not. at the table. You could not no. scratch it like nope. it's a chalkboard. Nope. nope. You're just nope. trying to make my nope. life hell right now. It's <laughs> no. my job as a player. Wait till we actually start playing. <laughs> Oy vey. Um, I don't think we have any like news or big things to talk about this week, right? No, I don't think so. We haven't done I shit. Hope not. Yeah, I don't think we have. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're just gonna No updates. <sighs> no no life no updates. Thoughts head empty. Yeah. Uh, truly just gay. <laughs> no thoughts, head empty. Just gay. Just gay. That's how we live our lives here at Dungeon Wives. It's not mm-hmm. a better way to live life. <laughs> you ready to, to do it? To do it? To dive in? Should I wait till you're done fucking with all of your dice I that you've ever owned? With all the dice I've ever owned. To all the dice I've ever owned. <laughs> to all the dice I've oh, ever owned to before. Roll within my hands. Do not. The first no. time that no. I rolled you. No. No soup, You ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Some Dungeons and Draggies? Some Dungeons and Draggies? Some sure, Dungeons and Dragos? <laughs> no. Hey, Rachel. Yeah? I love you. I love you, too. You ready for this? Yes. Oh, where we last left off, Alkyne, Alexandrite, and Danae fought the grotesque undead dire bear and eventually were able to defeat it. Afterwards, they were able to grab the flower Artula's tears and inspect the surrounding area. Wait, do we, do we know the name of the flower? Yes. Oh, I just forgot it then. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Pythia ga- told you the name of it because she told you to go look oh. for it specifically. I thought she just told us what it looked like. No, she told you it was called Artula's Tears. She has a lot of faith in both Alkaini and me. That you would remember the name yeah. of the flower? Yeah. I mean, she showed you what it looked like and she gave you the name of it. I love her. Would you like to... Do you want to know who Artula is? Do you, or do you want to... Do you want to roll a, a post-game... Ooh, a pre-game little... A religion role? check? Yeah. yeah. sure. Why not? Why not? Why not, I ask? Oh, that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20? That's a nat 20 from the get-go. I love how we religion. haven't even gotten through the, um, the like, 
previously on, and you're only in that twenty. It's all downhill Um, from here, baby. So back back a while ago, when Pythia told you go find this flower (laughs) called Artula's Tears, Alkine just remembered that in that moment she knew of Artula as a. a goddess who is often oh. sort of seen as the sister of Phoenicius. Okay. Uh, so she is also known as the glistening goddess. And she co- sort of represents light and nature. And she is the goddess of the moon and stars. Most prominent worshippers of her reside to the north. Uh, there are sacred mines in the northern mountains that are dedicated to her. That be- people believe that the jewels found in those mountains, in the mining towns of those mountains, were given to them by Artula. Hell yeah. So she's like the goddess of the moon and stars. And there's these flowers that are named after her. And they are sort of a... Um, substitute for diamonds within spells most often. I sure hope that she knows I love her. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. So you found the flower mm-hmm. and you inspected the surrounding area. They discovered that the dire bear was ripping apart the body of a priest of Gedarim from Alexandrite's hometown of Malosa, a predominantly elven city to the north. Alkaini helped comfort her companion and they quickly made their way back to Mom City. They, t- they took the diamond-like flowers to Pythia, who is able to unpetrify Rani's friends. You all shared a feast together to celebrate the night away. Back at the grove, the two hooded assassins that have been attacking Alkaini were seen placing a dark magic orb that seemed to be doing something strange to the dead animals in the forest. But you didn't see that because you were partying. <laughs> I was partying. You didn't see that. You didn't you see that. you were too busy partying. You were partying. Hmm. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say and I couldn't. I don't know. So, like, some Reaganite, like, this is what happens. This is what happens when you party. You don't see the other plot fun. points happening on other parts of the forest. This is what happens when you party in your game. It's the next morning. Or did you want to do something before you went to bed that night? No, just, 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 I was gay. I partied. I went straight to sleep. Got my, got my eight hours. Alrighty. You are awoken by the bright sun shining in through the window of your childhood bedroom. Nice. Where, uh, Ronnie is, uh, not staying there that night. So it was just Alex on the floor, <laughs> uh, laying with you. Ronnie was off with his friends, partying the night away, and probably passed out in Nix's apartment. Who I truly love knows? Him. And uh, you were waking up by the sunlight kind of coming in through the window, and birds chirping, and the sort of serenity that is surrounding your home, and and the smell of grilled cheeses coming from the kitchen. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to get up and eat some grilled cheese. <laughs> All right, you go out into the the kitchen area and Danae is like hey sweetie hey you want a grilled cheese yeah oh yes and she literally like it's like she's per- she's like just flipping the perfect grilled cheese onto a plate wow and she brings over that and a glass of milk Ugh. and uh she sits so down. much dairy first thing in the morning baby Ooh, let's do you're it you're gonna be constipated all day, all day. <laughs> and she sits down with you and starts biting on her own and she's like it's so nice to have you back, even if it's just for a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I'm sorry that it's under these wild circumstances. It's okay, but, uh, honey. I'll take anything I can get. I love seeing your little face. Oh, Mom, stop. <laughs> what? Stop. You're embarrassing me, Mom. No one's around to be embarrassed Mom, by. I'm embarrassed by affection sometimes, Mom. <laughs> well, well, you think you'd get used to it after this many years. Nope. Well, I'm just glad to have you around. I like your little friend, too. She seems yeah, nice. Yeah, she's really nice. She's really cool. Yeah. yeah. 
She's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, she is. How'd you two meet? Oh, you know, we were like running for our lives, and um, I don't know. Uh, we just uh, we met up, and it was like, "Whoa, like, are you running for your life? That's crazy. I'm running for my life too. We have so much um, in common." And then, like, you know, um, got sent on this mission together. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, it's, it's been uh, pretty. You know, it's been nice. So yeah. And she's like finishing her glass of milk and she gets up and she's like walking to go put it away. And she's like, well, I like her. <laughs> that's, that's good, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Remember to stay yeah. on your microphone. No. You're literally like, yeah, mom. Because <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that you're making me talk about my crush. <laughs> you're my wife playing my mother, making me talk about the crush that you play. Yeah, that's what happens when I'm the only other person here. You're the only other person here. That's our that's our game. That's We're our one-on-one -on -one game. That's of our Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon. It's like Dungeon and Dragon. Dungeon and Dragon. I'm the dungeon. You're the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a sex joke. Please don't. But I won't. Thank you. Where Where are you thinking you want to go? I mean, for sure, I want to say goodbye to everybody, but I do think it's important that we head out as reluctant as I am to leave this this momtopia momtopia is always here I know always here in our hearts our campaign just becomes us just me RPing like, like 40 coming, moms coming back like any excuse to come back to momtopia Ugh, momtopia yeah I'll, I'm, I'm gonna check in with Pythia I'm gonna be like thanks so much for helping our friends of friends mutual aid at its finest I don't know. Like, is there, are there any moms that that could give me more information on what to do once we get to Melosa? Like, has anybody like been over to Melosa recently? I mean, your companions from there. Yes, so but my companion has thing. been gone as long as I have been gone from the forest. In theory, right? Yeah, maybe a, a little, little bit longer. longer. She's been gone a little um, bit longer. Yeah, but like, have any moms like? taking a trip over there to pick up some supplies that they can't get in the forest or um they frequently have people from melosa actually come down nice. and bring stuff down okay. so they have like because so melosa is like a major city it is a major city on this side of the continent okay. and so even though it is like tucked within this forest it is it is considered one of the like six major cities so it's huge and okay. so there is like trade that comes through it though it is not as much as like you know the other kind of big cities you've been to there is uh, a lot of trade so yeah they, they, there are supply supply runs that happen that come down it has been uh, a little longer since in between than ones. it normally would be yes okay so something's up yes so you'll you'll fi you'll find out that like if you're asking around a little bit that they normally would have gotten one like three days ago and mm. didn't, they never came and so they did send, like, a letter. They sent word up. Do you think um, that it was the person who got eaten? Who was do, maybe... Do you think that? You're the yeah, player. I mean, that makes sense to me. That You're the player. They're so. tromping over and then regrettably got munched while tromping. Yeah. So, I mean, you can assume whatever you would like. You are the player. But, but you can't ask me. Of <laughs> Why course, does that of course sound I, like a threat? You're like, you can assume whatever, whatever you, you want. want. Because I can't confirm or deny I'm the DM. I know everything. Uh, I'm quite literally writing all of it. And so that you, you'll find that out if you ask around a little bit, but no one's been up there in uh, quite some time. In a hot second. Okay. They might go up for like some festivals or whatever, but in general, they like kind of stay in their own community. Okay. All right. 
It's good to know, I guess. Yes, but, you know, there's also, you know, if you just want to talk to a mom, you can also do that. Are you like, I've been up all night figuring out the voices for each individual mother? No, I have mother. not done that. I don't know what any of these moms sound like. I you barely like, remember. I've worked so hard, so like, you can name any mom and I'm ready to go. No. And if you don't, then, then it will all have been for naught. That is uh, incorrect. <laughs> that is <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> uh, I have not prepared that much. Um, I'm a very unprepared DM. I am here for... Unpre- fun times. Yeah, I'm here for fun times and I'm here to represent unprepared DMs in the world. It's we needed that. I Matt wonder Mercer is out there making DMs look like everything is planned out 24/7 and here's the deal, we're all only human. Here's the deal. I'm just flying by the seat of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What did you just say to me out I said, loud? I said out loud I said I am flying by the seat of my ass. Wow. Beautiful. Mhm. Beautiful. So yeah, what what would you like to do? This is your game. Where are we going? Uh, I'm like I'm gonna say for content's sake, mm-hmm. so that this uh, the recording is at least fifty percent game content. I'm gonna say bye to all my moms. I'm gonna tell okay. them I love them so much, because uh, I do. Um, and then I'm gonna say like we're gonna head up to Melosa. Disturb. I thank you for your information that there was supposed to be somebody coming by who didn't show. I don't want to think it was the the mangled remains we found in the forest, but most likely twas. Uh, we're gonna go figure that out. I'm gonna set off with a, with a couple spare grilled cheeses in case we get hungry on the road. Pers- it's like it's like it's like when in Lord of the Rings when they leave with the little like lambus bread. Yes. It's wrapped up little grilled cheeses in your pocket. In, in the leaves. In the leaves. Like the, the little grilled cheeses are in the Ziploc. leaves. Yes. There are leaves called Ziploc. They're Ziploc leaves. Yeah. Ziploc leaves. They're like a very rare plant that Pythia grows in her in a in a purple room in her house. Yes, exactly. Um, if you if you eat them, you feel a little woozy. Um, Ziploc leaves. <laughs> so you have to be careful. You have to be careful, but that you but they only eat what they, they what they wrap up. They and wrap they keep up fresh. Yes, you don't eat them, or you're gonna feel like a little loopy. Wait, could we get high on Ziploc leaves? That's what I was implying. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well noted. <laughs> Uh, save those Ziploc leaves for later. But yeah, let's set off. Let's let's, let's right. figure out this mystery. All right. So yeah, you say goodbye to all your moms, and Danae only cries a little bit when Thanks, you uh, are saying goodbye to her. She really loves you, and she's really proud of you. And and she gives Alex a very very big hug and a big show of affection that maybe Alex wasn't expecting necessarily. <laughs> um, but it is going to be about a. Let me look at my notes. A two and a half three day journey north because it's like truly on the far north end so you're like close to the far south end and melosa is like on the far north end of the forest and it's a pretty huge freaking forest so it'll take a couple of days of journeying to get there oh okay so we're just we're just heading along hoping we don't run into any more bears you're just heading along you're just any more any more diseased animals diseased zombie animals that have been introduced into the canon of this world yeah don't you love that rachel you know, it was a choice that you made, and as you said, you're the DM, and I have no control <laughs> over anything. I, there are two fantasy tropes mm-hmm. that 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 gross me out. You mentioned, yeah, uh, spiders, yeah, and fantasy zombies. I thought it was just spiders, or else I would not have put zombies in the world. I don't. You, the thing is, you knew about the spiders. And I still put and them you in still the world. put them in. That is true. So <laughs> the thing is, like, it doesn't matter. Those are the those are the fantasy staples of any grand adventure. You gotta have like angry, angry skeletons. You never meet any like 
friendly skeletons. I'll make a friendly skeleton okay, for good. you. Okay, good. Do you want to meet a friendly skeleton? Yes. Rachel, this game, I, I cater it to you and okay, to your interests. I do not want to meet any friendly spiders. I will not be friends with them. Even okay. if they make overtures of friendship, I will reject them. I want nothing to do with them. I am <laughs> willing to compromise with a friendly skeleton. <laughs> What if it's a like a nope, skeleton nope, spider? Nope, nope. See, I like I, the thing is the spider <laughs> will always trump the skeleton part. If there's any any part spider combined with anything else in this world, the spider part will always trump whatever else it is. So just keep that in mind. I do not like spiders. I will never like spiders. I acknowledge they serve a necessary purpose. That doesn't mean that I have to be fond of them. This and is fuck you, J.R. Tolkien, <laughs> for creating a trope that will never die. This is such a monologue you're giving me right now i have I felt this i felt this way for a while i'm so glad know. that we can put it on the internet now thank so god everyone, everyone knows, knows my opinions that was that was the dream is that one day <laughs> my fantasy spider opinions will proliferate out into the ttrpg uh, community and finally everyone will know how i specifically feel about it anyway we're just <laughs> walking through the forest you're walking through the forest um and so i'm gonna have you roll uh couple of perception checks okay. just in general as you're journeying through these days okay. how many so roll roll out a three for me a one a two a three okay oh <laughs> delicious uh, i'm very bad. i'm very distracted okay here's bad. the thing here's the thing uh perception i have plus four so it's not as bad as it seems that is a seven and eight <laughs> And a 14. I feel like it's not as bad as it seems. It's like a negative two. (laughs) I'm just very distracted because my mom embarrassed me when she like a low key without saying anything implied that I have a crush on on Alexandrite. And I do, but I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to be embarrassed about it. So I'm spending a lot of time thinking about it. Do you think Alkani knows she has a crush? Now? Yeah. How's that been? How's that been going? As you are making your way, you're kind of walking and uh, having conversations clearly, with Alex. Clearly, Mackenzie, my perception has been affected. Clearly, it has. So, so it's about like the first day, and you two are walking, and you're just sort of making your way through. Um, oh my God, you had horses. What happened to those horses? <laughs> no. Did we leave the horses with the moms? Do you want your horse? You should take your horse. Okay, right? yeah, I want to retcon that. I want my horse. Okay, you two are riding your horses through Hell the yeah. forest. Um, you're having to be a little bit more careful because of the fact that you're on horses, but there's certain areas where you can go a little bit faster, so it's kind of a give or a take. And you two are walking side by side, and mostly Alex is pointing out different kinds of plant types to you and, and kind of identifying them uh, because that is what she's wanted to do. Occasionally she'll ask you to stop if she sees one she maybe hasn't seen before or doesn't have in her book and she'll take a sample and put it into her book and press it. Same with mostly flowers. So she, she's kind of getting some stuff to research when you two make it back to her hometown. And eventually there's sort of like a, a, like a comfortable silence that hangs in the air as you two journey together. And she turns to you and she says is it weird that I'm nervous about going here with you like back home yeah no I was a I was a little bit nervous too about going back to my home yeah yeah your home was really nice though thanks I'm sure your home will be really nice too yeah it's nice it's it's big um this is weird I guess I just wasn't expecting to come back for a while and it's not that anything's bad like everything's fine there but it's just it's it's i guess i just wasn't expecting to come back i didn't tell anybody i was coming back 
don't want my dad to be mad at me. Because I just like show up and they didn't have time to clean and they're going to yell. They like, oh, well, not, not bad yell, but like usually when someone's coming over, they like to have the house clean and then they. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't care. You like you saw where I grew up. Like it's I, it's clean, but it's not, you know, I it's know. like it's a forest. So there's just finding things to be nervous about because I'm nervous that you're going to see these people that have known me my whole life, which I know I just did with you, but it feels different when it's me. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's different when it's actually happening to you. Like, I'm very chill about this, but I was like, whoa, you know, Alex is going to meet my family when it was um, me. And I was like, whoa, that's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see where you came from. Sorry, it's under these circumstances, but yeah, I don't even know how to approach that, how to tell them what happened. You've been doing good so far. You've been very authoritative and confident. What? And, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't I don't feel that way. Well, you know, just uh, fake it fake it till you make it, you know? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be nice. They, we have this beautiful, beautiful waterfall that is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. I think you're gonna really like it. Oh, I like waterfalls, so it's really beautiful. It's I don't chase after them. But that's good. Um. Okay, I don't have to dwell. I just I don't know. I'm just nervous. Don't. Yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah. Be nervous. Feel that. Feel whatever you need to feel. But uh, know that I'm supporting you through all the emotions you are feeling. Thank you. Yeah. You're very sweet. Ah, uh, gee, thanks. I like journeying with you a lot more than I thought I would. Is yeah. that weird to say? I know. I've never really journeyed with anybody other than my mom, so it's nice to like hang out with someone my own age. Yeah, that's nice too. I didn't yeah. grow up around a lot of people my own age. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I just thought I'm like, well, if we can't have a conversation, then we're just going to be existing in awkwardness for 3 months and it's just nice that it's not that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're really cool, and you like, uh, I like that you know all the plants. I didn't realize Thank I was you. walking past so many, so many cool things. You know, like I just was like, oh, it's green, and you're like, well, actually, that 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 green is this. Is that I should that green stop. is that? I, I no, like I like it. I like it. It's fun. I like learning things, and you know so much. <laughs> I try, or I studied a lot. Oh, and she kind of stops her horse for a bit and she hops off and she goes speaking of that and she she kind of uh excitedly gets off the horse and runs her over to the side and she pulls aside these bushes and sees this like thicket of these like dark violet flowers and uh she's like sorry it caught my eye i've never seen these before and she opens her book and she pulls one out and presses it and she goes i'll have to look it up when i get home and then she pulls another one out and you're still on your horse and she's so she's like a lot lower than you because the horses are tallish right. a lot taller but she holds this like violet flower up to you and says you can have one too it matches yeah yeah it matches yeah thank you do you tuck it? it yeah i'll tuck it kind of like in between my ear and my horn uh and she'll, she gets back on her horse and she goes it looks nice thanks thank you yeah <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see which one this is. And she like starts the horse back and she kind of opens her book and is like definitely trying to like look in her book and also drive steer the horse. <laughs> drive, steer the horse. Um, but I assume you continue just kind of chatting yeah. and talking oh, yeah. until the end of the night. So the first night, um 
goes by uh so now this is where the perception checks will come in a little bit more into play <laughs> okay um the first night goes by um uh, without any like and you don't really run into any undead animals the second day it's a long day of travel um but you're making decent time on your horses actually a little bit quicker time so you think that maybe just sleeping one more night and going a little bit in the morning you'll be able to make it in like more closer to two and a half even less days and so you're going um for the second day you do have a couple of times where you see that there is maybe some animals fighting Hmm. um unless you choose to engage in them you can just sort of you can the forest is big so you can sort of make your way around them and not engage in them unless you'd like to the second night goes by also without uh you, you know you take turns doing your watches you might have a couple of animals that engage you might have to fend off one kind of like zombie deer um but you can do that pretty easily i'm not going to make you run an entire combat with that <laughs> because um, knowing you that you that deer would kick our asses that out deer, of nowhere that deer would fucking murder you <laughs> that deer would pull out it's like battle axe and just completely kick your asses and so i will yeah i won't do that to you Hell you know yeah. i'm really nice um and the next morning you only have a couple more hours before you make it to melosa and you're about an hour and a half outside the city and this is where the third perception check, because the first two were not that great. The third perception check comes into play here because you are going about making your way to Melosa, and there is a point where you are making your way around sort of another grove quietly to avoid another sort of animal clash that you're seeing. They're kind of, it seems like another maybe zombified animal is fighting another one. And as you and Alex are quietly sort of making your way around this grove, your foot hits at something and you look down and you see it's kind of covered in some like grass and, and taller like grass and leaves. And you see it's sort of like, it looks like a black blackened orb with a little bit of soft faint black smoke coming off of it and you huh. now that you've noticed it you kind of even hear this sort of sort of sound coming from it i'm gonna poke it with my boot you poke it and it it rolls a little bit because you poked it hey alex yeah what is what is this um she looks at it and she goes um a creepy glass orb Mm. the smoke though um I mean I don't want to say where my brain went but we've seen black smoke and other things but black smoke is also very common so it could be something else I don't know hmm. I'm gonna get a stick okay you can find a stick pretty easily you do it a little bit stealthily because there was like animals about like 70 feet away or so kind of like kicking each other's asses <laughs> <laughs> it's just picturing like these animals just like duking it out <laughs> but yeah well it's mostly it is mostly uh like a a deer like attacking a smaller like um raccoonish like type creature huh. hmm. not exactly normal deer behavior it's not no do you have any gloves do do i have any gloves um would you have gloves i don't know like, I, it doesn't. It I mean, this is your character. I don't feel like she would just have gl gloves unless, like, she did have like a change of clothes for the winter. But you're, yeah. I, I don't know if she would have packed because it's not. We're very right. far away from what this world would consider winter. Um, you'd really only need them if you're going up north where there is more snowy weather. Okay. Does Alex have any? Um, she doesn't have gloves, but she has like some extra cloth. 
Okay, yeah, let's. I'm gonna get a stick. I'm gonna poke this. I'm gonna poke this orb. Can you poke it and nothing happens? It just rolls like, a little bit more like normal? What is the smoke doing? It just sort of seems like it's emanating off of it and, and falling. It kind of evaporates once it gets like with that, like, like an uh, inch and a half away like from it. Like dry ice? Yeah, kind of like dry ice, yeah. I'm going to take the cloth. I'm going to pick it up. And I'm going to examine it more closely. All right, roll um, Arcana, I guess. Roll an Arcana check. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad. Plus Arcana, that's an 18. Wow, you have I didn't realize you had such a high arcana skill. Um Yes, you so you look at this more closely and you see you remember like you remembered you you think about the fact that when you were in Bergo, there were orbs that these uh kind of like priests were holding that seemed to emanate like a specific spell. It was like, uh, and I, as McKinsey will tell you, it was calm emotions. They had these like orbs that they had created that could emanate a specific spell, just sort of like a constant radiation of a spell that was happening. And um, that was like the first time you'd ever really seen that. And they were using it to calm very stressed out townspeople whose towns mm -hmm. whose town was burning down. And that's like another yeah. time you think of, you're like, oh, I do remember that that was happening these this seems completely different this seems like there's like this feels icky when you pick it up it makes you feel like something is gross about it like you just it just makes you feel slimy does that make sense mm -hmm. like it just makes you feel bad when you hold it and you it, it, it's almost like it looks like there's like a like a black like liquid sort of swirling within it, it, it it's it's almost hypnotizing how strange it looks it's definitely emitting very dark magical aura um but it reminds you of that time in Bergo. okay but you can't specifically tell what it's doing because it is a magic that is well above your pay grade <laughs> um can i remember if the the priests as it were were <laughs> holding the orbs with their bare hands uh, I will just give this to you. Yeah, the they were holding those with their bare hands. Yes. Okay. Not sure if I want to risk it anyway, but. But yeah, with with that, those with what they were doing with their orbs, they seemed like smaller orbs. This one's a little bit bigger. It's still about like a like a peewee basketball. So okay. it's like big, but it's not huge. But it's bigger than the ones you saw that other time. But okay. it's not like gargantuan. That makes sense. Okay. So I am going, how far away did you say those brawling animals were? Like 70, 80 feet away. Okay. Well, I'm going to cast, Let's see, how long does this last? How long does it take to walk 70 to 80 feet? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it depends on, are you sneaking or are you? Uh... I mean, I am not, I'm, I want to avoid the brawling animals, but surely there are other animals around nearby that aren't fighting. Yeah, they're not getting close though. They're, like they're, you might be able to find like some squirrels or something in the trees above you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I need. Okay. Yeah, you want to you want a squirrel from above you? Are you being like Snow White? Yes, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Yeah. You you uh look up and you see like a little squirrel and it's kind of like you know when they're like they're like kind of hanging on like yes. uh, <laughs> vertically on the tree. It's just kind of like looking at you as you're looking at this thing, and they're just kind of staring at you with its little beady eyes. <laughs> you say hey. You speak with animals you cast? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you with this voice. I don't even... Did I already do this kind of voice? I, I don't... It doesn't matter. You can do it when any time you want. Okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, does things seem weird to you lately? Oh, yeah. 
Can you talk more about that? Um, the little squirrel just sort of like is like kind of its little head is like flicking around rapidly. Um, and and they just go, I don't know. Everybody's been fighting lately. Don't know why. Everybody's been kind of gross too. That thing smells bad. And it looks down at what you're holding. What does it smell like? Death. Mm, yeah. And it like and it like pulls like a thing, like an acorn out of its mouth and starts like chomping on it. <laughs> uh okay. This is a question for you, DM McKenzie. Oh, okay. Um what animals are smart? <laughs> Fuck if I know. I mean, most animals. Like my brain went like, an owl is wise. Could I, I find an owl? <laughs> and an owl can be like, well, this is what this item is. Hi, I, I'm I just, an owl. I'm gonna need to talk more. I need to talk to an animal that's not like New Jersey toddler. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, excuse me. Uh, an owl's intelligence me, is mister? is also too. Most most. I just I need to I need to talk to an animal that's not a newsy. Do you know what I'm saying? Hi, Mister. You want my squirrel newspaper? <laughs> you want the papes? Uh, you want the papes? Um, most animals you find in the forest will have an intelligence no higher than four. If even. Are you it, kidding me? But Most I've transformed into you. When you transform into a creature, you retain your your intelligence and your wisdom. The when you wild shape, oh, the only things that change are your are your strength, dexterity, and constitution. So like, You're, not even a badger would be smart. Like not even a wolf. I mean, wolves aren't super into talking. Like truly, like a wolf that is not you is gonna have an intelligence of three like most Damn. normal creatures it is because at least in this game in fifth edition i think intelligence for like creatures and animals is often rooted to like ability to speak mm. and to like you know what i mean so yeah. like a lot of creatures that don't speak languages have very very low intelligences um so most of the creatures you engage with in this forest will have like an intelligence of two to four okay I'm t- I cannot believe you don't want to talk to this newsie. I mean, I do, but I also want information. <laughs> what um, do you? Okay. So I'll t- I'll engage with this newsie. Okay. Uh, have there been any more of these around here? I'm trying to think what the squirrel what the squirrel would know. Um. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't seen any but that one. It's been under my tree. How how much do you travel? Not that much. I just kind of stay in this area. Okay. What about those guys over there? And I point at the brawling animals in the distance. It kind of, I don't know. I shrugged in real life. Um, uh, the little squirrel looks over and kind of looks a little upset and says, One of them smells bad. I don't know. There's been a lot more fighting lately. Has any of the water smelled bad or the food? No. Nothing smells bad but that. And then, I don't know, sometimes when people are hunting or something, then the things they hunt smell bad. What, like people as in your people or people as in walks on two legs people? You people people. Okay. Have you seen any people around here that you don't normally see? Mm-hmm. What'd they look like? 
I'm trying to think what the squirrel <laughs> like Draco Malfoy, but no. with black hair. Everyone thinks that I just got an aura from this guy. Like his dad don't love him much. I swear to God, Rachel. <laughs> um, this girl thinks and just says, um, I don't know. Only at night, I saw them. They just like blobs to me. They <laughs> dropped that. Okay. What What's your name? Joey. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. This has been very helpful, Joey. I probably talked more than a real squirrel would, but you know, <laughs> that's me. Hey, hey, Joey. Yeah. You are a real squirrel. Thanks. You are the realest squirrel in the game. Thanks so much. All right. I just want to make sure you knew that before I left. Thank you. You're so welcome. And are you going to make it stop? Yes. Yes, I am. Mia's Rachel and also Mia's Uncaini. <laughs> I'm, I'm real, I'm real scared. It's gonna happen to me. What's gonna happen to you? That and you look over and you see that this deer is now like ripping the neck off of the um the like badgery creature, and it it like is looking around and it's it looks like its neck isn't even like it looks like it has like a broken neck even because its head is so loose on its head. and you see that it's like part of its skin is missing and it has like a little bit of its intestines falling out and it it has milky eyes like it looks it looks grotesque and the and and you see joby starts to like kind of he's like kind of backing up you know how scroll uh, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah he's starting to back up and he's like can i go home hey joey listen and you gotta remember this okay okay purple <laughs> amazing I want you to get as far away from these things as you can. And I need you to tell everybody you can in the forest that if they see one of these things and I hold up the smoky orb, you can't live near it. You can't eat near it. You can't drink near it. You can't. You don't even want to stand near it for too long. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so tell everybody, I feel like to communicate with them, maybe I should be speaking a New Jersey accent. Are you doing like, yeah, it sounds it sounds like chattering, but to Alex my ears, is like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm gonna tell him like just just stay away from these orbs. Tell everybody to stay away from these orbs. Um, and if you see if you see if you see the blobs dropping these orbs, feel free to attack them. Okay. If you feel like if you feel like you can like shit on them or throw rocks at them and then get away, do that. Okay. And if you find their supplies mess them up okay pee all over their tents that seems mean it's very mean and they're very mean people that are leaving these orbs okay can i go home if your home is not near this orb my home is up this tree that's not far enough away i gotta pack then <laughs> you can go pack and get out of here joey okay <laughs> run joey run amazing joey run yeah so I'm gonna Do you have anything else you would like to ask this squirrel that is I undoubtedly said too much information, probably? You know what? I think squirrels are a lot smarter than you give them credit for. Thank you, honey. Can, I'm just ready to hey, be dragged. Can we forage? Can we forage? No. Huh. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to ask this squirrel? Nah. And also, if anyone drags you on the internet, know that unless you explicitly tell me, do not fight with children on the internet. I <laughs> these, these hands are rated E for everyone when it comes to my wife. 
That's really romantic, honey. Mm-hmm. You're so welcome. Thank you. You're so for welcome. For defending my honor. I'm just saying. We're holding hands now. The <laughs> audience can't see, but we're holding hands. It's very gay. Mm, I feel gay. I feel, and I feel gay in this chilies Ooh, tonight. I feel so gay right now, Rachel. As I'm as I'm holding your hand, I feel gay. <laughs> oh, I'm so gay. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. How I'm long? really fucking gay. How long can this go? As long as my love for you. Wow. So it's just unending. This podcast is now just Mackenzie saying this is gay. Um, do you have anything you'd like to do before you continue to move on? I'm going to pick this orb up. Yes. You already had it in your hands with the cloth. But. Yeah. I'm going to like wrap it up in a little. I'm going to make like a little nappy sack. A little nappy sacky? A little nappy sack. I'm going to take this orb out of the forest. Okay. And you continue north. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm gonna tell Alex the, about the conversation I have with the squirrel. You talk to a squirrel? Yeah, yeah. Was it? I mean, how was it? Are squirrels? What did they just say? Um, the squirrel's name was Joey. It's a nice name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, uh, so is people. My guessing some of those terrible smoke shadow nights have been dropping these orbs in the forest, and that's why the animals are the way they are. Why would they do that? Um, chaos, they're evil, I don't know. Maybe they're building an army of zombie animals. How would we even stop that? We wouldn't even know how many of these things there are. We just gotta figure out how to get rid of them. Yeah. Or how to disable them. Yeah. How to, like, you know, type in the code and make it explode. There's probably people that can help in Melosa, for sure. Yeah, so I don't know how long it takes for the corruption to start working, so I don't know how long it's safe for us to keep this nearby, but we're not... happen to us? I don't know. I feel like it can't... It it would probably take more than an hour or so, and we're only an hour or so out, right? Yeah, we're close. Yeah, so we'll just get into town, and we'll find somebody who can figure this out, and they'll know how to, like, stop it. Okay. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. And you keep journeying north. And eventually, after about another hour or so, you begin to start seeing sort of stone buildings that are popping up a little bit more. And you see that they're sort of leading up into this kind of grand forest city of Melosa. Like they're sort of like the homes that are in the outskirt of this grand city that like as you get closer and closer, you see just how huge it is. It is a predominantly elven civilization. Melosa is very distinct in its architecture. It has large stoned and bricked buildings covered with ivy and plant growth intricate stained glass windows very like gothic architecture like english gothic with like cool buttresses and weird shapes you know what i'm talking about yeah kind of i have a pinterest board if you'd like to see it (laughs) uh and there's also a river that kind of goes you you know it's a river that goes through the entire forest there's like a little bit of it that dips over by the cardia and then goes out into the ocean so you actually know you know of this river and so it goes through um melosa as well and so alex is bringing you into the city and you just hear the distant sound of a waterfall combined with voices of chipper animals and birds and it just feels like 
utter serenity in this place. The plant life and trees here are healthy, large, and awe-inspiring. Sunlight is streaming in between the leaves through the thicket above, and it creates a very ethereal quality in the air. It's truly beautiful. And clearly there are a ton of people who live here. And though they're not bustling in the streets like the other big cities, they're all sort of relaxing in their homes. You can see because the doors and windows are wide open, and it seems like there's a very open and happy energy here in Melosa. And Alex is pulling you definitely in a very specific direction. Like you can tell she knows where she's going. And as she's walking you through this large city, she begins kind of pointing out places that are dear to her. She shows you where she first fell and lost her first tooth. And she shows you <laughs> where she uh, learned to begin magically growing flowers. She shows you where she went to elementary school. Uh, she shows you the house yeah, that her family... The fantasy elementary school? Yes. <laughs> like the fantasy, like... Did you ever do the the big tent thing? Yes, a big huge tent thing. Yes, but fantasy. <laughs> Everything's but fantasy like the here. scooter things where you like scoot around your little mm-hmm. on your little booties. Yeah, but fantasy. But fantasy. Everything. But fantasy. Those little chocolate milk cartons that like definitely did not have enough liquid to sustain an entire meal. But fantasy. But fantasy. Yeah, all of that. And Hell she's yeah. sort of pointing out these places to you of all these places she grew up. It's like it truly she's like showing you around her hometown <laughs> as she's kind of you're walking you kind of along the river and da 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 got to look at my notes. <laughs> Let me figure out where we were. And she is definitely seems happy nervous but happy to be here she sees a lot of people who greet her with sort of this big beaming smile and 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 exclamations of recognition and love (laughs) everyone is it seems like everyone here knows who she is but it also seems like everyone here knows who everyone else is which Mm -hmm. is wild because it is such a huge city but to think that as you're walking through these streets that are pretty spread apart like it's a very like the other big cities feel kind of claustrophobic because they feel like New York, you know what I mean? But this feels more of like a Nashville vibe. Like it's spread yeah, around spread. and, and it's, it's, so it's large, but there's a lot of room to breathe. And everyone seems to know who Alex is and gives her a big hug and a smile as she walks through. And she definitely sticks out a bit because you do notice that most of the people that live here are elven or half elven. And an inhuman as well, obviously, because the half elves come from somewhere. <laughs> um, but there's also some half elves that are not not like there's like a half elf, half orc person. Like there's 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 lots of people here, but it is predominantly elven. And Alex it seems to be the only kind of person of her kind because she's very distinct with this sort of like porcelain bluish skin and this weird kind of frizzy hair. <laughs> she definitely looks unlike anybody else in the city. and go meet her dad (laughs) you are walking alongside this river and it weaves through the city for a long time and then it opens up into this large pond that a huge waterfall topples into the cliff face that the waterfall comes from isn't necessarily tall it's like 50 feet or so but the waterfall itself is incredibly wide and covers like 200 feet of this entire length of this pond and if you look closely you would swear you see windows carved into the rock face behind the water and at the mouth of the uh, at the mouth of the pond where the river meets. So you're on one side of it. There's a dock that begins and it's sort of, there's an entrance on each side of the mouth. Does it make sense? Yes. So like if you're entering on the right side, there's also an entrance to this dock on the left side and it meets in the middle and then the dock shoots straight into the waterfall, it looks like. Alexandrite begins to lead you down this dock and as you walk behind her, you realize that there isn't an end to it. It seems to look like it goes straight into the waterfall and as you get closer, you begin to feel the spray of the water sort of lightly kind of 
dusting your Misting, face. yeah. And uh, Alex turns around and looks at you and offers her hand to you. I take it, obviously. <laughs> you take her hand and she begins to sort of pull you into the waterfall. And, Whoa. and you see like her, her disappear behind it where her, all you see left is her hand pulling you in and you kind like of like those photos, I guess it's <laughs> hilarious vacation photos where it's like, come on, I'm, I'm pulling <laughs> my spouse. <laughs> yes. And so I that's, love it. that's what you see. And you brace yourself almost for just to be drenched, I guess. And you feel like a cool energy. And you come out and you open your eyes and you're completely dry. And you see that uh, Alex has let go of your hand and, and sort of, she does the Darcy. The Darcy flex. Like the the mm. Darcy hand flex a little bit. And you have come behind this waterfall and you see that there are these large stone doors that are swung open and they leave into a beautiful, large cathedral. And uh, Alex leads you in and it is truly one of the most beautiful places you've ever seen like think Westminster vibes in terms of like how oh, like, like how huge it is and, and huge and wow. beautiful it's not as big as Westminster but it's like it's that similar type of architecture is what I'm thinking yeah. in my brain that very oh, yeah. like English architecture <laughs> that with those like beautiful like buttresses and candles and and pews and it's just this gorgeous cathedral that is built behind this waterfall and there are numerous people walking around and they're they're in deep prayer or they're speaking with one another. There's there's just a lot of people here and they all seem to be wearing outfits similar to the body you found, at least what you can make up, mm. or they're wearing armor that is identical to Alexandrite's armor. The symbol of Gedarim, which is just sort of this large tree, is on every single surface and your eyes are drawn to this very tall person standing at the altar and they're facing away from you all. But upon hearing that someone has come through this waterfall, uh, he turns around. His pronouns are he, him. His name is Hector. Hector. And he turns to face you and his face lights up like hmm. a Christmas tree. He's a half elf man. He has dark skin and deep chocolate eyes. He's very handsome and he has like thick black hair with streaks of gray that crest over his head like beautiful waves, like very like fancy boy hair. <laughs> and he has an impeccably groomed beard that's like thick and also very clean on the edges. Like Love he it. Just, he's just very, very handsome. Um, he's definitely like uh, a little older he's probably in his he's a half elf but he's probably like in his 50s his i guess fantasy 50s fantasy yeah. 50s um most of his age but he looks great for his age because most of his age comes from just like crow's feet and laugh lines you can tell hmm. this is a happy man and he <laughs> he just sort of like turns and he breaks the silence and serenity of this cathedral <laughs> almost by yelling "Ali!" and he, and he like <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he uh just starts running and he grabs alex into a big bear hug and when he gets close a big bear hug how big a, he is a big bear hug yeah he's kind of berry like he's he has kind of a bear. you know he definitely has the quote-unquote dad bod if you will he I has a bear the like the the kind of bigger stomach and these wide shoulders and he's he's a big dude this is the kind of bear I want in this podcast. <laughs> no zombie bears. No only zombie big bears. Handsome bears. Only big handsome bears. He's definitely a bear. And you, when he gets closer, you see like how tall he is and how big he is when he picks Alexandra up. And, and, and she's like an average sized person. Like, I guess I've assumed Alex kind of looks like me. So 5'9", like curvy. And <laughs> Did you think 5'9 is average? You're a tall lady. Thanks, honey. You are my tall lady. Thanks, you. Thank you, honey. It's you, like, here's the deal. Tall women. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, thank you, honey. 
So she's tall then. She's a little above average and he is he, he's, he's even, even bigger. Taller. Yeah, like he's a big he's a big dude. And he pulls her into this hug and he and he when he puts her down, he smushes her face and he's like, <laughs> I've missed you so much. <laughs> and and he starts just kissing all over her whole wow. face. And, wow, I love it. And um then he sort of uh looks over at you and he he grabs your hand and starts shaking <laughs> your hand he's like i i don't know who you are but hello hi hi, hi i'm i'm on i'm on kind i'm on kind and and alex <laughs> you see that like uh she turns to you and she's like has like a little bit of like shiny marks all over her face like it, it you look you see that maybe hector's wearing like a little bit of like a gloss maybe <laughs> not like lipstick but he like wears like a nice chapstick and yeah. nice gloss he likes to take care of himself and so she's like wiping the glossy stuff off her face and she's like uh dad this is my friend this is my friend uh alkaini um <laughs> we just came for a quick visit and he says oh a friend and he, then he <laughs> pulls you in for this big <laughs> yeah. hug and you feel this just like warmth of this like big kind of like muscly but also like cushiony body kind of hold mm. you in your arms and mm. it's like yes welcome friends yes welcome hi oh oh and he just gives he just he's just very emotional it seems and very excited um this is man is named uh hector aramiel and he is alex's adoptive father i love and him. he took her in with his husband mateo and they raised her for most of her life when she was they've had her truly since she was like less than a year old so she's really the he's really the only parent she's ever known her him and his husband okay. and um he's a pre he's like the head priest he's oh, like the main priest here preacher's daughter that is <laughs> the only one who could ever be <laughs> was the daughter of a preacher man that doesn't it doesn't hit the same um he's very sweet and he says oh um uh, would you like? Do you need to rest? Do you have some tea? We can go somewhere private. Um. Uh. Actually, and Alkaini is gonna like look at Alex to see like if she should bring up the orb yet or if. Alex looks at you and says, "Uh, yeah, Dad, let's go to your office." Love it. And 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 Hector's like, "Oh, okay, okay. I got new tea." Um. And then he's just <laughs> sort of like ranting about the different tea flavors he has uh, uh relatable he's walking you through and it, it is very it's not as like i said it's not as big as westminster but it's a pretty big thing it seems to be built into this natural cliff face that this waterfall is on top of and it's it's you he's walking you down this hallway that's like to your immediate left he begins walking you down and there are open windows they're more like not windows but more just carved out spaces okay and uh the waterfall is just rushing in front of all of them yes. so if you like put your hand a little close you get the spray of the <laughs> water kind of hit you uh and it's very very nice and he kind of takes you down a hallway and kind of you just kind of follow him as it weaves around a bit and he opens up into this very warm uh office it's small but warm and nice and there's like a little couch and a little desk so um and like a little kitchenette area <laughs> and just like tons of like prayer books and uh it's everything is just like impeccably in place like he's mm. very neat so like the books are all stacked and the books are like organized by color like that kind of rainbow uh thing they're <laughs> organized by color but also somehow by uh alphabetical order like you don't even know how that's possible maybe he <laughs> chose the book specifically so they would look that way wow but he's he's a very Dad. like neat man and he brings you in and immediately starts going and uh, has a little fire going and immediately starts putting um a some hot water on yeah, yeah. And he says, nice um sit down sit down girls make yourself uh comfortable how, how how what brings you here i'm so excited you're here alkaini is going to glance at alex significantly <laughs> um alex 
glances back just as significantly. And she says, um, well, there's a lot going on. Uh, I met Alkaini when I was studying in Virgo, and, uh, and he immediately interrupts. And he's like, oh, yes, beautiful city. How's everybody doing? And he starts, like, asking about, like, specific people. He's like, how's so-and-so? How's so-and-so? How's so-and-so? Oh, no. And Alex is like, um. They're on fire. (laughs) Uh, Alex sort of goes, um, well, the city was uh, attacked. And uh, they're okay because like the people, the yeah. people, a bunch of people got into got the, out. the people this, this that safe place, uh, you know, because there was a time where Alex was off by herself, so she could have been checking on her people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, she sort of tells her dad about the people she got eyes on before you all left. Um, there was maybe like one or two people she didn't get to see before she left, and so she's just hoping they're okay. But Hector looks, um, just appalled. Like his his mouth, his jaw kind of drops as he's listening to this, and he's happy that. Alex was able to catch up with some people before you left the city, but he, he looks sad and he's, um, he says, do do they, looks at you mostly, do do they still need help? Yes. And yes, we're kind of, um, on our way to the queen. Oh. Yeah. But we've run into some stuff on the way and thought maybe you could help. Of course, I'll help in any way I can. And I, I'll, I'll talk to um, I'll talk to our leader about getting some priests down. We can't spare much, but we can spare that. Um, we'll, we'll send who we can, but what else is happening? Is that what's happened? I'm going to take the creepy little orb out of my little bag. And I'm going to put it on the desk and I'm going to unwrap it. And then I'm going to let it sit there. As it like oozes its weird dry eye smoke, um, and he he looks at it and he uh, he he reaches he kind of pats his chest a bit and he he opens like a, his kind of cloth he has like cloth robes on right he opens the sort of like coatish area of the cloth robe and pulls out these like small copper glasses that are almost identical to Alex's huh. and he puts them on and they kind of wrap around the back of his ears and he looks at it and he, and he um says what is what is this. Based off of a conversation I had with a squirrel in the surrounding forest area. Sounds normal, yes. Okay, good. That's going to solve a lot of problems. <laughs> um, I think these things are turning creatures into undead. Have you noticed an uptick in like weird... Um, uh, gross rotting animals that are still moving around um no i i i haven't heard of anything like that that last person that left was uh, savras and doverin they uh they left three days ago um savras ended up going somewhere else but but doverin came back and i'm gonna take out the little and the little um, piece of Presumably, their armor. Um, Dovrin or or Hector says, uh, continues as you're taking it out to to finish his thought, and he's like, um, Savras ended up going to see uh, some of their family, but Dovrin uh, returned, didn't mention any animals like that. What's that? So you've heard from Zavrin? Dovrin. 
That's something else. Dovrin came back. Dovrin came back, yes. Dovrin, so Savras and Dovrin were Savras. the last two people okay. to leave. Savras ended up going to see family, is what they were told, and Dovrin came, returned back without Savras and did not mention. They only mentioned that um, oh, great. Savras left to go oh, be with great. family. Oh, great. Oh, great. Oh, boy. Now, oh, great. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I'm going to pull out the, the little bit of the, was it armor or robe? It was a robe. I'm going to pull out a little bit of the robe. And I think we grabbed the in, the in, insignia on it, right? Mm-hmm. Specifically. I'm going to place that on the desk next to the death orb. I'm going to be like, we found a body with this on it. It was being oh. eaten by an undead dire bear. And you look over and Alex is like looking at the floor and she looks really oh kind of no. sad and ashamed. And Hector looks up at her and looks at you and looks down and says, a, a, a body, could you tell what they looked like? It was in pretty bad shape by that point. This doesn't make any sense. If, if Dovrin's soul... Undead? Yeah. Animals. I don't know why he wouldn't mention it. Where is Dovrin now? Uh, probably in the study. What does Dovrin do? Uh, Dovrin's a book clerk. Usually, I mean, well, he's studying to go into the priesthood. Um, usually kind of organizes our book and our library with uh, scribes. Um, occasionally, like the other day, Savras and Dovrin went to take our normal sort of package of mostly herbs and things to uh, Cardia. I'm going to exchange a significant look with Alex. <laughs> All right. Alex gives you a look back. Can we talk to Dovrin? Of course. You, you, yes, of course. I think that'll help. Um, I'm concerned about the death orb. Because what the squirrel said was that it smelled like death. Okay. Um. And I have a feeling that this is not the only orb out there. Have you seen any more? No, but we've seen a lot of undead animals. Okay. Um, well, you could go talk to Dovrin. I will take this to the lab, and they can start taking a look at it. And I think I know a person that can maybe help us find any more. And we can go see her later. And, and, uh... He looks at Alex and uh, she sort of looks down and then nods and like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and he says, um, meet me when, when you would like to. But um, yes, Dovrin's in the study. You know what that is. And Alex nods. And he says, um, we'll start looking at this. I th- maybe we can try to figure out what kind of ma- why it smells like death. And, um, and then we'll take it to the seer and she can see if she can find other ones maybe. Ew to death. Ooh to death. Ooh to death. Um, and so he wraps it back up and he kind of touches the cloth that's there on the desk and he um, says, do you need this still? Mm, do we? Right. I'm asking Alex. Alex says, I-, I don't know why we would. No. Yeah, now let's go talk to Dovran. All right. So you exit out this office. Casting Shillelagh. <laughs> I'm casting. Are Shillelagh. you ready to fucking fight? I am Dovrin? assuming that Dovrin is not not good folks. Okay. 
Um, Could be wrong, but I'd rather be ready. <laughs> you meet the six-year-old that is Doberman. No, <laughs> Doberman's um, like, gee, mister. Gee, mister, I just was <laughs> going in the forest. I'm just a little nosy. <laughs> you exit out the office, and uh, Hector goes kind of right off and... And um, he's on takes, a mission. Yeah, he takes the thing with him, and Alex leads you back to the left, and you kind of go back through the cathedral, and then over, kind of wrapped to this sort of uh, very like spirally staircase that she leads you up, and it leads into this kind of large-ish library, and uh, you see there's really only one person in there, and it is this sort of um, let me go get my description of him because I definitely wrote it. Um, you see that he is the only person in this room is this sort of human male. He's about 30 years old-ish, you know, not, not super mm-hmm. young, but not super old. Mm-hmm. He has kind of like bright red fluffy hair that's on top of his head and freckles. And um, he's just sort of like um, nervously fiddling with books and did putting you, them did away. Did you say like, oh, there's no way Rachel would suspect a Weasley? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not think that. Well, you're wrong. I suspect Weasleys all the time. There we go. So yeah. Shalili and my staff are going to be like, hey, are you Dobrin? And he goes, oh, because <laughs> you kind of startled him because he wasn't <laughs> expecting him to come in. He goes, um, y- uh, yes, why? Oh, you know where a bunch of books are, right? Well, yes, I, yes. We're looking for any kind of books you might, you might know the whereabouts of regarding uh, orbs that exude death. Orbs that exude death. Or zombie animals. Zombie animals. Um, Would you have any experience in either of those things? <laughs> Alex sort of <laughs> nudges you and says, what are you doing? Just wondering. <laughs> um, I don't have any ex- experience in, in that, but I... Oh, um, I mean, like, experience and knowledge of those things. No, no. She's not good at this, and I will not make her good at this. Um, no, I, 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 I can try to see if there's any books for that. I, I am not quite sure. Um, Alex <laughs> leans over to you as because uh, he's a little far away, and she goes, What is your angle? What are you... Like, I don't you trust just him. ask him about his journey what? and what happened to Saphras. That's too much. What if he... What if he killed Saphras? Why do you think he kills... Do you think he killed somebody? How did he go through the, all these woods and not see a single single undead animal that doesn't make any sense i don't know but we could ask him like people oh like bad people no bad people don't he's ask. sweating look at how much he's sweating I, it is profuse i can see that but he's hiding something do you have anything that can make him not lie you do don't you i don't know i have to look at my fucking thing <laughs> i don't right now um <laughs> could maybe theoretically prepare something but i haven't done that yet so i don't have anything right now other than just asking a question well why didn't you ask him a question because like you know him barely he's weird how is he weird i don't know he's just... i okay i also love the energy of like how how old are alkyne and they're like early 20s right yeah so like two girls in their early 20s like heatedly whispering while this extremely nervous man is pretending not to notice that he's very obviously being talked about yeah. that's what i live for um as as you're starting to talk uh, he kind of walks up and um he's gotten closer now and, and he he's almost startling because you weren't expecting him to be so close right now and he and he um holds out this uh book that is a book about um it seems to be about like 
it's about the balance of life and death magic and it, and it seems to be a book that's talking about different ways of like disrupting it re, yeah re- revivication as well as uh, like the difference between like revivication and like necromancy creating, yeah and creating undead like it seems to be um he goes at a first glance this is the, oh wait he was like irish or some shit at a first glance this is what i um i'm seeing that has to do with with death zombies there's a little bit of stuff in zombies about there but i can go through our catalog um if you need something else that's more sp- uh, specific about it. I'm gonna take the book from it. I'm gonna say, yeah, we might need something a little bit more specific. <laughs> Alex looks at you and looks at him and goes, So Savras wants to go see their family. <laughs> and Overrun cuts his eyes and he like has these huge pupils and he says, Yeah, yeah. Did he say anything before you guys split up? Just that, um, just, just that I really missed their family. That's all. That's all he said. Hmm. Also, real quick, he, him, or they, them? Both. Both. Okay, gorgeous. Um, Al- Spoiler Al- alert, they're dead, so. No, I know. <laughs> I know that. Alkaini well, knows that. Well, we still that. should gender them properly in death. You're correct. No, for sure. Yes, like, but he gender they. properly in death, yes. But I'm also not going to let up on this asshole. Yes. Because he knows that I know, and I know that he knows that I know. And he's no- he knows that I know that he knows that I know. <laughs> and I know that he knows. Okay. Um, I'm going to, yeah, take the book. I'm going to just start nonchalantly flipping through the pages and if you could find like a sound effect of someone like pointedly flipping through a don't book don't make me do that that's extra work for me i mean you don't have to but know that that's what's I'll going do, i'll on. do it i'll do it right now with my foley okay with my, you, ready? Are you ready you ready okay ready so dobren Savras didn't say anything else before they went off to go find their family <laughs> I'm also miming it as Mackenzie does it, so it's very good. It's it's a whole Ugh. physical comedy it's deal. Whole, we're just really genius. Um, he looks down and says, um, "No, they they just said that he really missed his family. Wanted to go down to Rivermouth and visit them. Said he'd be back in like a week. A week, hey." I don't know why I said hey. I was going for A. <laughs> and then a week, hey. <laughs> this interrogation tactic is it's doing not really working. good. I'm going to say, uh, Dovren, you didn't see anything weird on your way back here, did you? No. Didn't meet anybody weird? No. Nobody with any smoke coming out of their face? No, that's that sounds crazy. Do you have any smoke coming out of your face? I don't know. You're looking at my face. Do I have any smoke coming out of it? You might be hiding it. You might be hiding a lot of things, Dovren. <laughs> Roll inside. <laughs> oh, you almost knocked that into I a almost fucking that candle. Into the candle. Holy oh, shit, baby, no, baby, that baby, could, baby. That could have been bad, but it wasn't. And that's the important thing is that it wasn't bad. Insight is plus four. That's 17. Um, He is clearly lying about the fact that he didn't see anything. Um, he seemed genuine when he, when you, when he responded to not having seen anybody. He doesn't like, he clearly was telling, he like his disposition changed in a way that he was confused by the idea of like a, of people like, mm-hmm. 
he's clearly lying about not having seen anything, any, anything, anything, period, right? Mm-hmm. So he's definitely lying about that. You think he's being pretty honest about the fact that he didn't see any people. And you think he's very, very honest about, I think you think he's just terrified, but he's being honest about the fact that he does not, he's not hiding smoke. He doesn't seem like he is a bad person. Corrupted. It just okay. seems like he's, he's lied. scared and he's lying about something. Why aren't you telling us the truth, Dovran? What do you, what do you, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you did see something out there. And I want to know why you didn't tell anybody when he came back. I've, I've completely given up on giving Alkaini any kind of distinct voice. And at this point, it's too late. So I just don't want to get in trouble. What would you get in trouble for? Empowered by moms. I was a coward. Did something attack Zavras? Attacked both of us. And you got out and Zavras didn't. I ran. I thought I thought he was right behind me. Why didn't you tell anyone, Dovran? Because what am I supposed to say? That he died because of me? Because I'm a coward and so my friend died? I didn't even go back. I don't even know what happened. I bet you would be in a lot less trouble if you just told the truth. Because it was going to come out no matter what. Perhaps it already has. Perhaps, perhaps we already know what happened. I just feel really guilty that I didn't do anything. It took three of us to take the bear down. Did you f- find Severus? Yeah. Is he? Is it bad? He's dead. I hate that you're actually tearing up right now. I feel like such an asshole. Hey, guess what? It's because I'm an actor, baby. You're being a really good actor it's and you're like I'm tearing really up and I'm like, shit, I've been really mean to this. I'm a really, really good actor. Sad, redhead baby. And he sort of, yeah, he, I mean, he's tearing up. He, he looks really upset and he sort of nods and he says I'll I'll tell Hector can I just have a little bit of time to myself not long just I just need to be alone for him yeah but here's the deal you gotta tell him about the undead animals there are more out there it wasn't just that one bear there are more there are more and there are orbs that are making them I just just give me a moment to breathe I'll meet you downstairs alright I'm gonna take the book and I'm gonna leave him alone alright you leave, you go down these stairs, and you reach the bottom of the stairs, and Alex takes sort of like a big sigh out, and <laughs> she's like, Jeez, Louise. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I mean, at least he's alive. <sighs> yeah, I was really worried Dovern was going to be like one of those shadow knights in disguise, so I'm glad it's just him. It seems like he's just scared. Yeah. You make your way back down the hallway and you kind of enter back into the cathedral and almost as if fate so chose it. Um, as you are entering back in the cathedral, Hector is coming from the other side and the end of the hallway and he has the orb wrapped up in the um, thing and he has very wide eyes. He kind of clears to the middle to the door and he is starting to leave and he says, come on girls, we have to take this. And he sort of uh, you you meet him at the door and the last thing you see is him kind of like splashing through the waterfall on the other side and I assume you follow him? Hell yeah. Through the waterfall we go. Through the waterfall you go and that is where we're going to end today's <gasps> session. Ooh. 
thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeon Wise. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we love you. Yeah. We're glad to have you listening to this podcast. Very much so, yeah. And yeah. if you want to find us on the internet, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Dungeon Wives. We are also at www.dungeonwives.com. Boom. Or you can find out more about us, our cats, as well as links to our community discord. Uh, all of the character art that the incredible Manu at Awananas on Twitter draws, as well as our Patreon. <gasps> that is patreon.com slash dungeon wise and if you join our patreon you can support the show as well as get early access to episodes dms notes early access to art you have a character of your creation in the world you can have a bunch of other really fun random fun stuff who knows you could be you too could be an undead animal in you this world Two could be an undead animal. you too could be just the sexiest little spider in this fantasy world whoa i think that's all of our stuff right i yeah i think so Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Wear your mask over your nose. Even when you protest, go out there with your mask. Go out there with your mask and um, take care of yourself. It's, we are, we're, we're, I don't think we're going to talk about like the things that have happened this week, but there's no, been some big, there's been plenty of things happening. Some big things happening this week. So take care of yourself. All we them know. big, all of them deserving some time to process. Mm -hmm. So it's, we were, where we, as us, we are also processing and dealing with some Emotions. Stuff, emotions yeah. with the things that are going on in the world this week. So definitely just take care of yourselves. We love you. We're in it together. We're in it together. We're all here for each other. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, honey. Hi. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for playing D&D &D with Thank me. Thank you for playing D&D &D with me. Ugh. See you next time. See you next time, folks. Go into the void. Wow, 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 wow. wow, 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 wow.